Do you ever hear the alarm go off and think, ugh, five more minutes? Well, you are not alone. Welcome to the Life as a Team Sport podcast, where we will take the concepts from sports and apply them to everyday life. So whether you're an athlete, a former athlete, the mom of an athlete, or just love watching sports, we invite you to come along with us as we explore family, faith, fitness, and have a lot of fun doing it. This is a podcast by the women of sport for the women of sport. Well, welcome back to our last episode of season two. I cannot believe that we've completed two whole seasons already of Life is a Team Sport. Yes, it's super awesome, Patricia. How fun. I know. So today we want to recap a little bit of what we've talked about over the last couple of weeks, as well as just give you guys some encouragement as we move out of summer and into the fall. So before we get to all of that, I want to share something that has been on my highlight reel this past summer, and it's actually another podcast. So if you spend a lot of time in the car, (laughs) like my family does, then hopefully this will be something that you will enjoy. There's a podcast called Sports Wars, and one of my boys discovered it recently, and we have been listening to it in the car. We've spent 100 hours not that long, but it certainly feels that way in the car this summer, (laughs) driving here, there and everywhere. And it just helps the time go by and the kids find it really interesting. Um, Every once in a while, there's a word or two, I would say it's probably rated PG. But the guys do a really good job of retelling different rivalries between different sports characters over the years. So there's been um, there's been some basketball ones, there's been some golf ones, some tennis ones, some football ones, um, where they just talk about, we listened to Brady versus Manning, for example, in our trip home from Myrtle Beach. And oh, they talked wow. about both of their careers. They talked about how um, Peyton Manning was this, you know, highly rated football player, even in high school. And, you know, this like blue chip guy coming into college, whereas... Um, Whereas Brady was was not. He was, you know, underrated, barely recruited, you know, the underdog kind of thing. And they really like do a good job of telling both stories. And then they talk about every time they played each other in the NFL. It's several episodes long, each cool. series is, and it's really, really cool. Oh, my kids would my kids would like that. My husband would probably like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I find it interesting even. I'm like, okay, we're back in the car. We turn on the next episode of Sports Wars. Like yeah, it's fun to find good podcasts in the car. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. So you can, we listen to it on Apple, but I'm sure Spotify has it, um, but it's just called Sports Wars. And uh, so look it up, check it out. It's a lot of fun. All right. Well, we want to rehash a little bit of what we have been talking about over the last couple of weeks, as well as encourage everyone for life moving forward into the fall. So a little bit of what we've talked about most recently has been living in your giftings, which I really appreciated. We talked to an introvert and we talked to an extrovert and I thought they both really had great things to say. I would say I'm probably more on the introverted side. And so a lot of what she said, I really related to. And then I think Becky really related to Heidi and a lot of her extrovertedness. (laughs) Yes, so did. Found a soul sister, for sure. 
<laughs> Definitely. So if you haven't listened to those, um, just be encouraged and go back and listen to those. So and, um, get some ideas for how to really live in your giftings and figure out um, how you're gifted and how to use that well. Um, we also talked about teamwork and the importance of that. And that looks a lot of different ways. And so there's several episodes on really working well as a team. And then we also talked about working through hard things. And I feel like that's something that we can all relate to because we all live through 2020 and 2021 thus far. And, you know, it's just been full of hard things. And so that's kind of where we wanted to land today and moving forward well through that. So I wanted to share um, a chapel that I actually did for the Washington Spirit recently where I told them a little Bible story and then related it back to our life. And it has to do with making memorials and monuments. So in the book of Joshua, Joshua is the leader of the Israelites at the time, and they're getting ready to head into the promised land. So if you're not familiar with the story, the children of Israel ended up as slaves in Egypt back in Exodus. And God always promised them that they were going to be freed, that they would be able to go to this wonderful land flowing with milk and honey, and it was going to be amazing. Well, God sent Moses to help free them from the Pharaoh in Egypt. And eventually there's a whole story about in Exodus. You guys can check it out. But eventually they do. The Pharaoh lets them go. And then they end up on the Egyptian side of the Red Sea when Pharaoh changes his mind and he sends the entire army after them. And God parts the Red Sea in miraculous fashion. They all walk through and then the Egyptian army ends up dying. The Red Sea closes on them and it's this whole dramatic thing. Well, now they're in the desert and they end up in the desert for about 40 years. So again, you can read through all of that in Exodus, Numbers, some of of that story is um, kind of calculated there and also in Deuteronomy. So kind of the Old Testament books. Well, they're just getting ready to cross over into the promised land. So they've been hearing about this for years, for generations even. It's a big, big deal. And they end up on the, or on the wrong side of another river. <laughs> and not only that, it's at flood stage is what it says in Joshua 3. And so they are trying to figure out, okay, what's, what's going to happen? Well, God gives them his plan. The priest has to walk in. The river's going to part just like before, and everybody walks through. And that's exactly what happens. Well, God tells them that while they're walking through, they should gather 12 stones, one for each one of the tribes, and bring them across the river. So they go ahead and do that, and they build this memorial. And in Joshua 4, Joshua, the leader, explains to all the people that the reason they're building this memorial is so that when their children ask what it's for, They can remind them of how God took care of them throughout this entire time and that God will take care of them in the future. And so I thought, you know what, that's such a powerful image of how to handle walking through hard things and how to be thankful and remember that God has brought us through. And not only that, but as we move forward into other hard things, we can look back and say, you know what, God brought me through that. So I know he's going to bring me through this. So I kind of wanted to land there today for our conversation and just talk about what does that look like? What hard things have we been through? <laughs> Maybe acknowledge those things. There's, a, there's something powerful to putting words 
to our experiences and really being able to explain them and then be able to memorialize God's faithfulness through that process. Yeah, Patricia, that was strong. Nice job retelling those stories. And a lot of people don't know those stories. So, you know, they can go back and read those in the Bible. But I'm excited, excited because I'm always excited. But um, yes, talking about hard is not my strength. However, I'm excited because of what you just said. There's some power and there's like a a neat thing when you do look back and write things down Mm -hmm. and you get to see where God's moved and where he's really faithful, where he's been faithful. Yeah. And I do think there's something to putting language to our hard things. I've read some books on psychology and and listened to some speakers and it, it actually helps your brain and helps your psyche to be able to explain stuff. And then if you can also explain how God helped you through something, that just creates a stronger faith for you as well. But language, I think putting language to something, so whether it's it's written word and you need to journal it and write it down or you need to talk to somebody about it, even if you talk to yourself about it in the mirror, um, putting language to something and being able to explain it, I think is really powerful. Awesome. So am I going first or did you want to go first? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can go first if you want to. All right. Go for it, Patricia. I'm ready, but you go, girl. Oh, okay. All right. So this past year, some of the hard things that our family has walked through, it actually started in 2019 for us. So I feel a little bit like we're going on year three. (laughs) It's starting to feel a little bit like a marathon. And at the same time, I also feel extremely blessed. So backtracking a little bit in 2019, my family and I lived at a summer camp and my husband ran the camp We lived there and we hired a staff of college students every year to be the camp counselors and the kids that came were all underserved kids from DC and they were all scholarshiped except for, I think they all had to pay $20 or something, Um, but they got to come to camp for a week and it was just a really powerful experience for them. It was just a neat ministry. It was something that we loved. Well, long story short, someone new took over the mission that owned the camp and got rid of my husband for no, no reason at all. Um, and it just left us reeling because not only was he losing his job that he loved, um, it was, we were losing our home that we'd lived in for 13 years. And there was just a lot of really, there was a lot of change and the way it happened made it harder to deal with. Sometimes you can deal with change if you can see it coming, but when you don't see it coming and there's a lot of negative things that go with it, it's really easy to get bitter. Mm -hmm. And so working through that was part of 2019. He got a new job and that job was good. It was a lot of work. Um, Our family pitched in a lot. He was directing a baseball facility and actually he helped build it basically from the ground up because when he got hired, it wasn't even built yet. And then, you know, enter the pandemic And so he ended up um, losing that job at the end of December last year because they just couldn't afford to pay him anymore because, you know, people weren't going anywhere. They weren't using the facility the way that they had projected. So um, but in the meantime, we had found a new house. We moved in. It was a fixer upper. We fixed up a lot of things. (laughs) There were a lot of ways that God provided. But at the same time, there were a lot of really hard things that we walked through. Mm -hmm. And so figuring out the logistics of each and every moment, figuring out how to be thankful 
in every moment, figuring out how to rely on the community of people that we had built was also really important because you can't go through really hard change like that alone. And Mm -hmm. so relying on our community became important. Our church was really wonderful through the process. I have some girlfriends here that were just phenomenal through it. My coworkers with FCA, um, even a lot of my, my, I call them my coworkers. I mean, I don't work for the University of Maryland, but a lot of the coaches and the athletes and the staff at Maryland were just phenomenal through that whole process of just really supporting me and checking in on me. And I just so appreciate the people in my life. And I think that um, recognizing that and kind of like acknowledging that also helps you be thankful through that process. So those were some of my hard things this last couple of years. Wow. Yeah. Really hard. Super hard. Um, thanks for sharing, Patricia. It was really hard even to listen to because I know there's a lot of emotion attached to all of those hard things. And I walked through them with you from a distance because I don't live right by you. So it was a distance, but I do remember key moments when I was able to be around um, and seeing you go through those things has been um, hard, but good because I got to watch your faith grow and I got mm. to watch God provide. So super awesome. So I guess I have to share mine now. Yeah. Okay. So um the first thing I thought of uh, with hard was um, COVID brought on this hard and I'm a teacher. And so uh, going back to school this last fall was um, hard only because of COVID, because going back to school for me, I'm always just like, yeah, we go back to school and because it's always going to come. So I just never dreaded it. I enjoy mm-hmm. summer, but I enjoy school because I enjoy teaching and I like my students um, most of the time. And no, I do. I love my students. So COVID brought on the masks. And so for me, it affected me uh, really in a negative way because I couldn't connect with my students. I couldn't see them. I couldn't hear them very well. So I really struggled um, emotionally, I think, more than I probably realized. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't connect with my coworkers as well. There was a lot of different um, things that went on that would have never gone on if we didn't have masks on. And um, that was really sorry and sad. I'm sorry about that. And it's sad that those happened. But but I worked through them. It was just hard, hard again. There's the word. And, um, so I really struggled through the year. I know my students struggled. I, I struggled watching them physically struggle with the mask and emotionally have to handle why we're doing this. And so it really did affect me, um, very deeply. And I can't, you know, go into too many more details. So, you know, that's, that's all I can say there. But the other thing for me that was hard that started about a year and a half ago pretty much right before COVID started was um, I had a family member going through a very hard situation and I was walking closely to them and that was really emotionally exhausting, but, but I was so glad to be there because that's who I am. And a lot of us have those people in our lives that we're going to walk through hard things with no matter what. And so, you know, that happened again with another person I'm close to. And I learned a lot about marriage And I learned a lot about people this last year. And I learned a lot about how faithful God is and how he picks us up when we're going through hard things. So one thing about both of those situations that I realized some truth was talking to Heidi, who we interviewed last uh, week, because she helped me understand myself and how I process things. And it was good to learn some new things. But those, those relationships, those two relationships I walked through this last year, um, set me up to know that one, God knows how much I can handle and will only give me what I can handle. And, and he believes in me because he knows he's, he's sculpted me and created me to be able to help those people. 
I didn't think I could do it, but God was like, yeah, you can do this. I wouldn't have put them in your path, you know? And then the second thing was that, um, there's a lot of people that are hurt, a lot of women that are hurt in, in, in our life that we don't always know. So it really helped me to be sensitive to like them and to other women in my life to realize um, there's a lot of hurts that God will help, that can he can help me help them mm. if I'm sensitive enough to read between the lines, because I'm not really very good at that. I kind of just see things I'm like, oh, that's what it is, when really that's really not the truth. There's a lot of hurt going mm. on in life that we don't always see. And I just think that um, God helped me see that and has yes. prepared me in my life to be able to help others in that. So so those are just a couple hard things that um, now that I wrote them all down and have talked about them, I will be processing more um, in the future. That's good. No, I think that's really true. And being able to put words to it does help us process that in a different way. That's great. Okay. So now the rest of the story, right? The question becomes, how can we memorialize those things in some way so that when we look at that memorial, we remember not only the journey, not only the hard things, but the way God brought us through and his faithfulness to us so that we can have more faith in the future. So that's the question. And I think that answer is probably different for everybody because it might depend on what your hard things were mm -hmm. as to how you're going to memorialize them. So for me, I think one of the ways is I, I found this app and it's called one second every day. And I started it back in January and you can upload one photo from every single day and it will air for exactly one second at the end of the whole thing. And so your entire video at the end of the year will be 365 seconds and you'll get to see a little bit of every single day of the year. For me, a picture is worth a thousand words. I love looking back at pictures. And so I think this will be a really great way to have a little slideshow. We'll probably put some, some songs to it. I know at the beginning of the year, Becky and I talked about um, picking a word for the year. And I decided to pick two. My words are grit and grace. And I actually found a song that has grit and grace in it. And so you can put music to your slideshow. So I've kind of like, it's, it's really been a theme, I think, for me this last year is grit and grace. And remembering both are important. And so I think that slideshow will really help memorialize, for me, not only the hard that we went through, but the faithfulness of God through it and be able to increase my faith moving forward. Wow, that's awesome. I love that app. I think I'm going to find it when we get off, obviously, <laughs> because I do like... Uh, like those things too. Um, I guess more for me and memorializing the year would be um, probably journaling. I'm a journaler and just journaling more and maybe looking back at my journal. One other thing for me and maybe others is I really want to sit down and start the photo albums again and make photo books from, you know, wherever you make them, Apple or wherever. But I have to be you know, very um, intentional, which isn't that my word because I kind of forgot my word, Patricia. I'm not going to lie. This is what happens. It's August. And I'm like, I haven't used my word in like three months because it's summer. And yeah, yeah. Patricia got me a bracelet for my birthday and don't wear anything but my watch. So very uh, low maintenance girl here. So I'm going to have to get my bracelet back on because I forgot I was intentional, but then I remembered obviously. So anywho, um, summer is really my season and it's my like downtime and I really get to go to the beach a lot and 
process and relax and kind of take a long, lots of long, deep breaths. And before I start work again in September. So um, definitely for me, it'll be journaling and possibly making a photo book of maybe of the year, finding some good things um, that have happened and tying those into like a good memory so that, um, because you don't want me to tell you what I really want to do to the mask because, you know, then I can't memorialize it because it'd be gone. But, um, I would really like to see them gone because I just, I struggle, but I I do believe I want to see my students. I just really want to see them and hear them. So, yeah, well, that's real and honest. And I think you're probably not the only person that you know, struggles in that way. I mean, we all understand what everyone's been through and we're not minimizing that. But at the same time, we have to be honest about what we're struggling with in order to be able to move forward and put words to it. So I think that's really beautiful and good. And the other thing that you said is that you have to be intentional about it. And I think the whole concept of creating some sort of memorial is that we're being intentional. It's going to take time to think of the right thing, to create whatever it is, but then we'll be able to have it to encourage us moving forward. All right. Well, I know a lot of people have a lot of different styles and a lot of different things that um, they've been through. And so figuring out exactly what you want to do in order to memorialize your hard things um, and God's faithfulness is going to look different. So we talked and brainstormed about some other things. I know a lot of people like painting. So perhaps you want to paint a picture Um, Perhaps you want to make a collage or a photo book like Becky suggested. Um, I know those journals that um, Shanta had talked about on her episode are available and we can put up a link to those again. Um, But there's a lot of different ways to do that. The other two ways we had had thought of, Patricia, you had said was when you find um, something from a special place like a rock or a flower or like when you go on vacation, just getting something at the gift shop, even if it's like kitsch art, they call it like, just get something that's going to remind you of that place. Like Mm. even the beach, like a shell. Uh, The other thing we had said was plant a tree or a flower. I think I have a black thumb, but whatever, maybe others don't. So you could get a tree. That sounds awesome to just get a tree. I have to say, I have a little succulent plant on my window seal that I got in February, I think, which I'm like, that's awesome. It's still alive. So succulents are good. They don't take a lot of water. And honestly, a friend gave me this, Patricia, back in February when I did a ladies night indoors, because back then we really weren't indoors yet. So I, I handpicked about 15 women that I knew were craving connection mm-hmm. and were okay with sitting inside. And I said, would you like to come? One of the women brought that flower and I still have it. That's a good memory. That's a memorial. Got it. I did it. Done. <laughs> Done. Check that. Check. Just kidding. I love it. Well, I mean, honestly, every time you look at it now, you can remember that. Yeah. And that's it's the still point. alive. <laughs> well, well done. Yeah, maybe you. work on that. You have to work on that one. <laughs> so funny. I love it. Well, hopefully this has encouraged you to not only take an honest look back and put some words to your hard things over the last year and be able to just acknowledge the reality of what has happened, but then also look for the blessings, look for the positive, look for how God has sustained you through it, and then be able to memorialize that all some way so that you can have greater faith and strength moving forward. Yes. So guess what's last? The blooper reel. Yes. All right. So it's me this time. I'm excited about this one because I have a lot of them, but this will be a good one. So in our 
downstairs living room here where we watch TV together, we have a charging cord that sits next to our rocking chair. So I'm like, a lot of times we just go sit down there and I'll put my phone on the charger and I'll put it on the window seal and hang out with Christian or Allie and just hang out there while it charges. So I found myself the other day, I was like, all right, I'm going to charge my phone. So I plug my phone in and I put it on the couch. Like I bend down and I plugged it, plugged my phone in and put the phone next to me on the couch. And I'm sitting there for a while talking, hanging out. And I pick my phone up and I'm like, it's not charging. I'm like, it's plugged in, but it's not charging. So I, so I look over, the brick is not plugged into the wall. So therefore I've been sitting there for like an hour waiting for my phone to charge. And I just laughed at myself out loud. Cause I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. But the funnier part is, is that I did it again. Another time I sat down again. I'm like, plug the phone in, sit down, wait for a while. And then I look, I'm like, I did it again. Like how many times do you not plug the cord into the wall? So there's your blooper reel for today. However, Patricia, I have to tell you, I do have a little bit of a spiritual lesson to this because I was like, how many times do we think we're plugged into the source? And for you and I, we love God and our source is Jesus. And how many times do we think we're truly plugged into him? And we're still really not. We're acting out in our own and our own flesh and whatever. And we really need to check. Are we plugged into God? Are we plugged into the Holy Spirit? Are we really plugged in and living in our our faith and living in our walk with the Lord? So I just, it was kind of a comical, funny slash, you know, our energy source. Am I really plugged in or not? So. Ooh, that's really good. Right? Right? Once in a while, things just click around here. <laughs> and I have to say, I can relate. I have done that before as well, where you think you're plugged in and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. And you're like, oh, now the phone's still dead. I'm like, okay, so gotta sit here a little longer. <laughs> so funny. Anywho, well, this has been really fun being in the team room with you, Patricia. Anything else you want to add before I forget? Yeah, is there a woman that you'd like to pass the ball to? You can go first. Okay, perfect. All right, well, I would like to pass the ball to my daughter, Logan actually. So as we talk about going through hard things, I mean, she's part of this family. She's been through all of those hard things as well. Um, She also took up a new sport a couple of years ago and has been working really hard at that. Well, she took up another new sport this past year when she decided she was going to play soccer, which made me excited because that's actually one of the sports I played. And she's been working so hard. I've taken her out the last two days and done some training sessions. She has tryouts on Wednesday, but I'm just really proud of her for embracing the hard thing and for really going for it. And I just think she's a beautiful example of what we've been talking about. So I want to shout her out. Go Logan. Yay. Go Logan. I'd like to pass the ball to my friend, Sunny. She has just been through hard all year. She's a She works in the hospital. I don't know exactly what she does, but she's had it really hard with the masking as well because it's not just one, it's like two, sometimes three and lots of gear. And so she's worked through that all year. Her faith has stayed strong. She's been able to help me, buoy me and just um, live through this year as well through COVID and all those things. But the other thing I wanted to say about Sunny is that she also has had a long year, um, hard year in taking care of her elderly Uh, mother and her elderly father-in-law. And so she's a caregiver at home and when she leaves her house. So she, but she does it with a smile. Like she's never like frustrated or upset, like not never, but like she handles it with so much grace and poise. Like 
it's really beautiful to watch. So I just want to shout out to you, Sunny. And now you're going to listen to my podcast because your name's out here. And now you probably already have. But anywho, Sunny is just a wonderful woman of God who I love to go visit on Friday nights. And we have a, a sweet friendship that is um, just something that I can't always describe here in words. But she's just always encouraging and funny. And we have tea. She's from the DR. So she has a beautiful accent. And we... We have tea and donuts on Friday nights and it's really nice. And just, you guys have got to have that friend who lifts you up and encourages you and helps you see the bright side and to help you point you to God, to know that this is not the end and we're going to get through this. And um, the kids in my school and the patients in our hospital need us to figure it out and be there for them. So that's what we did this year. We figured out the hard and I will walk through the heart again this year with the masks because I know I'm called to be in a school and I know I'm called to be with my students. So whoever hears this, I will be back. I am there. So watch out. Fall 2021. Here we come. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love that. Yay. Go sunny. Cool. Well, this is our last episode of season two. We will be taking a break for about two weeks and then we will be back in September with season three. And season three is going to bring some cool new things. We have some themed months that we've already started recording some interviews for. And we've got some phenomenal women who are going to be on the show. We've also added a few video elements in the future. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully the... Um, the user experience for you guys is even better and more enriched because our goal here is really to empower strong women, families, and communities. And so we hope that we are encouraging you right now and that we can even build towards encouraging you more in the future. And as always, life is a team sport and you are never alone. 